This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Rob! Alright ladies and gentlemen, stoked for this one. Welcome back to the BCP and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show two of our all-time favorites, former PPW and I believe current and reigning Kickstart My Heart champions, the ultimate power couple, our good friends Allie Rex and Mike Orlando. What's up guys, how are you? Hi! What's up man, good to talk to you guys again. Always a pleasure, guys, and and we've been wanting to do for a while. Essentially, we saw you guys, I guess, back at Don't Cross the Boss with Standalone Wrestling. Obviously, uh, kind of some new stuff going on with you guys there. Obviously, we're just in a very weird time now moving forward. How are you guys kind of making out with this pandemic? How's your family? How are you guys doing down there in Florida right now? We are healthy. We are happy. Um, It's just a waiting game, honestly. The gym closed down that we were working at part-time in between wrestling and everything else. So we've been just relaxing at home and getting stuff done around the house that we wanted. Um, Waiting two months for unemployment still. Yeah, we're waiting two months on unemployment. They have yet to give us a dime. So it's been a fun two months, but... I mean, we're, we're making stuff with our time. Mike's going to build me a chicken coop this weekend for my little babies, oh, so wow. I'm excited. <laughs> Mostly. I mean, it's good. It's Everything's, you know, good down here. It's just, it sucks. Like, she says part-time at the gym, realistically, because I don't really give a fuck if anybody, what they think about me. Like, I was working yeah. full-time at the gym as a manager. I was the GM of the gym. I was there all fucking day, and I hated every second of it, but I knew I needed to do it because I was hurt, and I had to get back ahead again. But, um... As soon as I was ready to leave that place and start wrestling full time again, and this pandemic took over, so talk about pissed off. I mean, I'm I'm good, but I'm definitely pissed off. <laughs> I did see you guys uh, posting some videos. You guys did have a match where you fought each other. So thank you guys for doing that. You're like, we'll take what we can get right now. You guys kind of have a place or a friend or somewhere you can kind of train or work out right now. Yeah, luckily we uh, we have a buddy. Uh, our buddy Jacob has a kickboxing, a private kickboxing gym. So that's actually a boxing ring so it's very hard to, to like do bumps in and stuff because <laughs> it's me and her so like i give her a suplex and then she doesn't get up and i know i hurt her so it's kind of like yeah. i have oh. to work around that but yeah we have a buddy and um it's funny you said like you know thank you for that like we are appreciative people want to watch wrestling because in turn all you're watching really is I'm, I'm just training her like she doesn't know how to work on the fly too well so uh that was my way of being like hey we're going to wrestle on the fly for 30 minutes and I don't care who's watching, but they're going to be watching. So just trust yourself and let's go out there and learn something. So that is going to actually be, if this keeps going, this pandemic and people still don't have wrestling, that's going to be something we do where next week, do it again. We're going to announce the time of when we're going to do it, but I'm not going to, I'm going to like keep the chat open. And in like the last 30 seconds, cause there'll be another 30 minute match. I want like a fan at that time, you know, table right there to call out whatever the finish is going to be. Oh, and, wow. I want to see what that finish is, and I want to see if we can get into that finish in the last 30 seconds of the match without even knowing prior what it was going to be. Wow, that's interesting. Well, so thank- it's going to be like an interactive, fun game. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for doing that, and then that's cool. You know, you guys can kind of do stuff on the fly. Now, I so rudely didn't uh, introduce my co- co-host, of course, the co-host with the most, hashtag Wrestlers Love, Mr. Chris Nunez. Nunez, what's up over there, good brother? How you doing, man? I'm 
guys. Got well, man. Doing okay. You got some questions over there, bro? Um, so we uh, we touched on it before, but um, how do you like in Florida? Um, why the move from from Jersey to Florida? And the real question is, do you guys miss pork roll? Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, I miss it so much. Yeah. Pizza. And I miss White Castle. Pizza sucks down here. Oh, there's still White Castles out there. No, they uh, actually just announced that they're going to open one in Orlando, which is like two hours from us, and I will be taking that trip. Yeah, that's that's worth the trip. As far as why the move, um, uh, hmm. yeah, babe, tell him. I don't, I don't know how to word this without getting angry. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Oh boy, it, it was a good move. It was definitely, uh, it was for all the right reasons, and then God decided to take my knee again. So uh, the day I signed my lease, I was ready to move and everything, and. Let's just say I think the cards were about to get laid down, and then I got oh. hurt the day before supposedly making the move, and I had You're to, to get the, up and ready. We were packed. The car was packed. We were ready to leave, and um, I spent the week in the hospital after that. I had to get surgeries and everything, so we couldn't leave for another month. And um, I guess recently, uh, again, we had another opportunity where we kept it down low, didn't talk about it, and then we're told we couldn't come to the building anymore for the opportunity because of the maximum capacity of COVID. So wow, uh, yeah, they, I mean, yeah. It's it's. I have not caught a break in two years. It's it's both my knees now. Uh, my first thing was a Ring of Honor. My second one was going to be with whoever, whoever I'm talking about. And then uh, it just wasn't just bad timing. But that that's what the new character and the new direction is. I'm I'm just angry and pissed off. And there's no reason I have to be anybody's friend anymore. Like at my size and my capacity. So it's it's definitely it's affected me in life in a lot of different ways. I guess now I'm reflecting that. That was the move. That was the reason for the move, though. So that's interesting because that's, that's, that's completely understandable. Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's crazy. And and stay tuned for uh, Mike and Allie go to White Castle. By the way, guys, oh, we can't yeah. wait. We can't wait. <laughs> um, it's it's interesting though because I was going to ask you. I'm thinking you moved down there because you know there like there is so much opportunity down there. That's where you want to be if you're in the business. Uh, obviously, there's a little bit more to it. And you kind of answered this already, Mike, uh, and asked this to both of you. But the kind of you know heel turn Nunez was kind of almost uh, you know you, you see characters like Johnny and Candice now on NXT kind of you know making that move. With all due respect, I feel you know the Green Machine was such a great character. You had such a connection. With the kids, the fans, the big kids like us, like I always say. And you still have that connection. You definitely do. We see it on social media every day. But how much of your real life, uh, you kind of touched on it, like frustrations came into this character. Like what made you want to just pull the trigger and go with this? Uh, uh, that's an awesome question. Um, it's it's. I, I know what you're saying, and I felt that connection too. And, and believe me, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Just The thing is, like, from every trainer, from Booker T to like Shannon Moore, everybody that's ever gave me, a, you know, helped me in, in this business, they always say one thing to me. They say, be yourself times a thousand. And the green machine is the total opposite of a human being that I am. And it's just, it just is. And, and I, I could do it because everything was going right and I was happy. And it was like, wow, I'm going to get a job somewhere big. I'm going to be able to do this and be able to do that. And I would invest thousands upon thousands of dollars into different gear and custom stupid robot outfits and shit when I came out. And all I did was spend money and spend money and spend money. And then the second I got hurt, it's like everybody forgot about me the first time. Everybody was talking to me, everybody that was reaching out, trying to get me to come here and do this and fly me there and do that. And I sat on my ass for a year wondering what to do. I finally come back. Now, none of these fans that love me so much and everything like that, that were, you know, no, no disrespect. None of them bought T-shirts. None of them bought photos. Nobody bought anything where I couldn't walk for a year. 
And then all of a sudden I come back and I lose my opportunity again. I get hurt again a couple months later. And it's not like I'm, I'm injury prone. I've, I've been in two freak situations both times. And uh, it's two totally different injuries, two totally different knees. And um, I got hurt again and it just hit me even harder. And it was like, I just bought all this new gear. I just did all this. I bought this. Why don't these people care about me enough? Like, why don't they want to help me when everything's wrong? And then, I, like, I have time on my hands. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching old professional football clips, and I'm watching all this shit. And then, you know what I'm really saying? I'm watching my damn friends on TV, people that I got there, people that I helped get there, okay? And it's like, you know, what? when the where, when are you throwing a bone out? When, like, I, I, you didn't have a booking for, for, what, six months when you started? So I would get you booked here, booked there, drive you, not ask for gas money because I know you didn't have any. All these people. Now, all of a sudden, I'm watching them on TV, and I'm not getting thrown a bone. So the whole idea was, I'm that good, and I'm that guy, and I know I'm that good, and I'm that guy. So I'm going to wear a pair of jeans and a, and a cutoff. I'm not going to spend $1,000 in gear anymore. I'm going to wear a pair of jeans and a, and a T-shirt that I can care less about, and I'm still going to be the best guy on the roster that night. And I'm just going to prove my point the way I want to. I'm not going to be your brother. I'm not going to be, you come up to me in the locker room, call me brother, I'll smack you in the fucking face. I'm dead serious. Like, I, I, I'm not your friends anymore. I'm sitting here back and, and wondering why I lost all my knees and every opportunity while watching everybody else move ahead. And it sounds like I'm bitter. I'm really not. I'm just putting my foot down and going in this direction because I know I can pull this off. And the best part about it all, and I don't care if it's a spoiler warning, whatever, Green Machine's not dead. That idea's not dead. I'm going to pull that out when I feel like it again. But I'm going to get to the top. I'm going to get where I want to be, and then I'm going to give you what I want to show everybody. I'm not going to give you everything because I gave you everything and got nothing for it. So, like, that's exactly where – and that's not a promo. That's, like, real-life shit. That was and her, with, with, with the heel with the heel turn with her, what she's been through in the last couple of years of me, from injury to injury, from opportunity to opportunity, we've lost because, again, it's we. I get hurt, she gets – she loses bookings too. It's just what it was. And it isn't that because I'm better or anything like that. It's just it's this package deal. It's different prices. It's this. So – when we lose opportunity, she crazy now too. Now she's sitting here like, why the hell does this happen all the time? You know, and she's been through her share of injuries and everything. She's overcome them. But I think I've been invincible my whole life. And this is the last few years I've been hurt like crazy physically. And I don't think because she, she's been with me for almost five years now, she's never seen me fall. So now for the last few years, I've done nothing but fall. So I think she's, with the heel turn, she's just had enough too. Wow, that's crazy! Wow, that's that's crazy, guys. And I know you say it's not a promo, but damn, that's some real talk right there, man. That's that's the audio clip right there, man. And I, and I feel for you, I do, All man. Because promos are real. Yeah, ser- uh, seriously. All the best promos usually are real, and they're from anger too. There you but go. I feel like it, when I express that in front of a live crowd again, I think people are going to be like, "Oh shit." Now I get it. And yeah, I have sure. these matches with guys that are, you know, and this isn't degrading wrestling, man. If the little guys want to get mad at me for it, whatever. If I have a match with like a five foot three guy and he thinks he's going to pick me up nowadays, I'll punch him square in his face, like for real out there. And we'll see what happens when a six foot four animal goes against somebody like you. I'm not, I'm not making other people look better than me anymore. Like I'm not making them move ahead while I have to sit back. I'm going to show everybody like who, who I really am. You jump off the top rope, I'll punch you. That's it. My punch will knock you back. I don't care how high you jump yeah i think you know so it's it's definitely showing a, a real side of me like i played professional football man I, I i laugh when i see some of these fake tough guys talking it's just you know it's the guy that says nothing that's really really about to you know Explain. snap yep wow that's crazy and i think uh we saw chris banks and adina Steele learn that the hard way last time we saw you guys 
Uh, that was that was crazy. that kick, bro. That kick was insane. Um, but you know, Is that the table one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lovely table. I am the table. <laughs> so obviously, you know, like, you know, I still have like my Green Machine signed sticker, and you know, all the photos, and we love to support you guys and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, you're talking about making this huge change that again comes from very real life, man. Everything you said, like, I get it, man. Especially now, it's just we're in such a crazy time on top of everything else that's going on. It's crazy. But the real controversy we all want to talk about, this is the, the main reason we had you guys on today. Allie, talk to us about the blue hair. How did this happen? What, what was the thought behind the blue hair? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to know the thought behind the blue hair? Please. <laughs> I've honestly, honestly, okay. So honestly, what's like a mental breakdown? I had enough one day, the blonde, everything. Um, I'm tired of being compared to Carmella on TV, Liv Morgan on TV, and even people on the indies. I get compared to a lot to Danny Moe because we do look a lot alike, which is crazy, and she's blonde, and honestly, we wear like the same kind of thing, so I see it, and I don't know. I kind of just lost it one day. I didn't even tell Mike I was doing it. That was the funny part. (laughs) He was sitting on the couch, and he's playing Call of Duty, I think, for like hours, and I just locked myself in the bathroom, and I was going to go over just the bottom half of the blue that I had going and I was just like you know what screw it I'm doing the whole head so I just put it in my hair washed it out walked out of the bathroom with blue hair and he was just like whoa <laughs> and I was like this is it this is what I'm going with right now and he's like you know what whatever floats your boat girl <laughs> no, it looks good she stands out I will say every time we go to a store because you know in Florida we're not freaking out about the coronavirus the rest of the world is the same way so we still have stores open at restaurants and bars and stuff so we uh, went to the store the other day and everybody stops and says something to her like hey what do you do or hey that's really cool and one lady was like oh my god it's uh Pink? No, they call me Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> but like, then she stopped and saw it was Megan and was like, oh, never mind. And Megan's like, no, I wrestle. And the lady was like, oh, my God. And like, wanted to know about it. So it's it's definitely working in her favor. But um, I don't blend in as much as I used to. I'm a very, like, petite girl. It's easy for me to blend in. I have to, like, find anything I can to stand out, honestly. I mean, you, you exactly. watch my face. You stand out. Watch, uh, you listen to my Facebook posts and stuff, so I know you kind of see it. So she, she's super humble. She's not going to say it. She hasn't been wrestling as long as me. Her real reason of having mental breakdown is because not because she's compared to all these people on TV. Like, yeah, she is. But what it really is, is these people, like, I, I'm a heat magnet, man. It doesn't matter. Everybody's going to talk shit about me anyway. So these people from TV follow her shit. Okay, she does it first, and then they go to TV and go do it. Okay, she dyes her hair one color, they go do it. She does a photo shoot like this, and they put the photo shoot out a couple days later doing the same shit. Okay, then they use the same same photographer. In all small world, we find out that there's heat because she's the one doing the better ideas. Okay, good. Heat. Suck it. Yeah, wow. I somehow have heat with people on TV. You know what I mean? And it's like, that. that's that's where she's had it now. She's not going to look like anybody, and she's not going to act like anybody, because whenever she does it, they copy. And I made that my status the other day, and they don't do it good. Like, they don't. Yeah, the- there's enough Harley Quinns running around, so she stopped dressing like Harley Quinn. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Yeah, this is some real talk, guys, right here. And uh, it, it's interesting to me, you know, and first of all, the photo shoots are, are brilliant. You know, I think you had, like, kind of the Alice in Wonderlandy kind of one, uh, like the... the- 
the uh, Pennywise, that was great as well. Um, and it's also interesting because conversely, you know, we, we talk all this real talk. Obviously, we talk about the heel personas. You still see some of the kids. Like, what? didn't one of the girls, like, dye her hair? Uh, happy birthday, Val, by the way. Uh, one of the girls uh, dye their hair blue uh, right after you, too. It's interesting, you know? Like, yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, Val's sister. sister. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was really cool to see people, like, actually start putting blue in their hair and want to look like me and stuff. Because now, like, I have something I can work with now. In the beginning, I'm just this blonde girl with tattoos that was running around. That could be anybody. Anybody can have talent. Anybody can wrestle like that, honestly, if you're athletic. So I just need some thing other than my gear other than my moves other than my tattoos just something that's going to be like okay she's different yeah no it's, it's awesome though and, and it, if anything like Nunez was saying earlier like re- pr- great promos come from real life you know these personas they're they're very real and I respect that and I'm interested to see where it goes once the world uh, opens up opening up again and uh, Nunez what do you got over there man um so tell us tell us about uh, kickstart my heart wrestling uh, probably the best. My not 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 in terms of crowd because like they are a new company they're building. Just probably sorry. my favorite place to wrestle beside people. BW. Um, um, it it uh, it's such a that the guy who runs it is a, a real life doctor. Wow. Okay. And oh, wow. Yeah. So his gimmick, and I use that very loosely because he does not get himself involved with the show or book himself like this idiot. But his little story when he introduces the show is that he's the doctor of pro wrestling, <laughs> and he comes out in his in his scrubs that are all custom, like, because he's more professional than half the fucking independent wrestlers out there that are custom scrubs that say doctor of pro wrestling. And he basically tells everybody that all proceeds are being donated and everything like that. And he doesn't do it for the money and that he has the best roster and he loves us. Man, this guy flies us out. Okay. Gives just the beautiful hotel rooms with, with tubs in the room and things like that and uh, trusts us and treats her amazing and treats all the women it's a whole women you know all women locker room with a couple guys yeah for the most you know part. he's never a creep he's never uncomfortable he has after parties and pays for them like helps pay for them and we, we at the point of where the wrestlers are like no we're not taking no more no we're gonna we're gonna up. do this now yeah wow. so uh wow. you never hear that, that that's the, that's the intro of, of that but on top of that but on yeah on top yeah, of that it's like it's a great promotion it's a great promotion the matches are great the talent that he picks are outstanding and it's just fun like i never have gone there or begging and uh, or Ali, sorry, I don't know who Megan Who's is. Megan? But um, <laughs> we've gone there and never like been like, oh, this sucks. It's almost like, oh man, I wish I didn't have to leave tomorrow. Literally, that's how, my favorite thing about it. Besides, obviously, all of what he said is the fact that like the locker room is like we've never met each other half of these girls half of these guys like this was our first time we were even shared a locker room because it's across the united states from where we are we don't see these girls and guys on a daily basis so for the most part it was like the first time meeting them when we wrestled for them in october and it just became like a family like immediately like there was no egos that was checked at the door and like everybody was just i don't know how to explain it like they were cheering each other on everybody Everybody watched everybody's matches yeah like nobody missed anybody's matches that like the end of the day like that's what we talked about like we went to the bar and it was like yo your match was awesome no your match was awesome it's like it never gets like that i was about four months out of surgery the first time i met this guy and he paid my fee well he had booked me before i got hurt but then I got hurt, and he said, "What do you mean you're not? Well, you don't think you're coming still?" I said, "No, I'm hurt." He <laughs> said, "Excuse me." He said, "No, here's your fee, here's your plane ticket, and here's your hotel room. You'll still be here. Wow. I booked you, and professionally, it's not your fault you got hurt. I still, I agree to it. We're okay? gonna make it work." He brings me in, makes me a referee in a storyline, sets me up to win a championship down the line when I'm healthy. He thought months before 
had it built up a story months later. Mm, independent wrestling, fuck it, pay attention. Literally. Okay, and on top of it, like this guy's never done this before. He's a doctor, but the problem is, or the fact is, the guy's a man. The guy understands how to save somebody's life. I believe me, he can run a fucking wrestling show. No, he's a great guy. That and guy. he's gonna, and he's only gonna get better with it, man. And uh, I'm very like proud to call him. Honestly, a friend, and I actually want to backtrack on something I said a little while ago sure. because I know independent wrestlers and who does listen to this will probably be like, "Oh, what? He gets a hotel, he gets a flight, he gets this." <laughs> so let me hit him up right now and see if I can get booked. We made a friendship with this guy, so any of you assholes that want to come try to take advantage, believe me, he talks to us before he even answers any of you. So if any of you try to do that, I'll just screenshot it and put it online, make you look like a fucking moron. Yeah, thanks for that because he's a great guy. Wow, telling it like it is over here today. Um, so, I don't fake it no more. It's so much easier. There, hey man, it's, it's telling the truth or real talk. We're all about it here on the BCP. And um, real quick, you know, a little bit, a little bit more of the the positive stuff right now. Let's 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 feel the love, guys. Let's let's let's, let's you, you know that we're in a crazy time right now. Let's let's feel the love right now. I want to hear this story from. Uh, let's. I want to hear this story from Allie first. And then I want to kind of hear, Mike, what you're willing to tell from the behind-the-scenes version. But that proposal, I mean, come on, with the Jurassic Park and the Raptor. That's so amazing. Oh you guys make gosh. me believe Can in love I again. <laughs> I never saw it coming. I really never saw it coming. Like, it was... I was, honestly, I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Like, that was probably one of the coolest moments of my life. Aww. The fact that it had dinosaurs. It had everything that I loved. And, like... You know, it was crazy because we spent a couple days out in Universal and we got to like a, I don't want to say argument because like we don't really argue, we bicker. We get under each other's skin and we bicker. So we got into like a a nice little bicker the night before. So I literally did not think like this was happening at all. Like I'm like, oh, we're we're fighting today. Okay. So we go (laughs) into the park and he like... I'm standing out there and he's like, okay, we have to get there for one thirty. You have to get there for one thirty. And I'm like, why is he so on this time? He's like, well, this is when the Velociraptor is coming. So I'm just thinking, oh, I'm going to see a Velociraptor. Oh my God, this is great. <laughs> so like we're standing out there and it's one thirty, and like the whole thing's about to start and he's in the bathroom. So like I'm texting him like, babe, babe, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. And I had no idea. He's really in the bathroom just freaking out because he doesn't even know what he's going to say. And he's like explaining this to me afterwards and stuff. But I'm like texting him, flipping out on him. Like if I miss this freaking dinosaur right now. (laughs) And then like, I I don't know. They they just set it up so well. Like he had the whole park in on it, which I'm sure he's going to tell you more about. But I had no idea. So like they called us to the front of the line, and I just thought like, wow, they, because we're friends with one of the guys that works there. He's actually a referee from where was it? Uh, from from here, Florida. From, I know. He's from New York, I believe. He's from Full New York, throttle, did he ref us? Full throttle here, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dan, he was my referee at Full Throttle when I used to just fly out here and wrestle. So Mike, like, talked to him, and he set everything up. So, like, he brings us to the front of the line, and I thought we are just getting special treatment because we knew somebody. And, like, all of a sudden, like, he's like, all right, turn around, look at the dinosaur, pet it, blah, blah, blah. And, like, by the time I turned around, everybody that was standing in line was no longer in line. Like, it was more of, like, a crowd. And they all, like, were standing around me. And then, like, I looked down, and he was, like, on one knee. And I was like, whoa, like, I turned my back for one second. Like, what? just happened (laughs) and it was just like i don't know it was just beyond perfect i can't even put it into words honestly 
That's amazing. I'm like clapping over here as you tell that story. That's amazing. You, you guys make me yeah, believe in I'm love on my again. Phone, I can't clap, but job well done. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's amazing. amazing. Now, Mike, you don't have to you give have so many points. So, first of all, Mike with the classic misdirect with the bickering and the disappear. I get it, man. Like, well played, sir. You, you know, um, how how much? Uh, not to give too much away because I I understand how that goes. I guess how much planning went into that? Um, you don't have to give too much uh, a away. Long, a long, long time. Uh, a lot of people went into that too. Um, that helped out. It actually, it was my idea, yes, but it was an idea, and it was like, oh, that would be really awesome, right? And all of a sudden, like, okay, so I was in Texas at, at Books Booker T's when it happened, and I have these really two amazing best friends out there named Chris and Tyler and uh, there were a couple out there and they were wrestling fans initially and they became a set of our best friends and um, we were at the bar and Megan actually wasn't there uh, Allie sorry whatever and, and uh, she was home she was at a different booking and um, at the bar and Crystal was just like I'll book it right now like you want to do this I'll book it right now I'll, go, I'll help you through the whole process let's do it wow. and I was like no nah, I can't afford it I can't this I can't that within a matter of a couple minutes she booked it Wow. And booked the whole vacation package for a year later from that date, or uh, almost a year about. And um, we were all excited, and we were like, okay, and she helped me the entire way. Like, I would ask for questions, or what I should do about this, what I should do about that. She guided me. She put me on a payment plan, so it wasn't about the money. Every month, I was able to pay a, pay, like a payment plan on the website. Um, so that's that part. She, she put her foot down with Tyler and, and pushed forward for it. So that's 100% credit to them, because I probably would have sat back longer and wondered if I could, or you know what I mean, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dan... Dan, who's a wrestler, uh, wrestling referee out here, um, at one point in our careers down you know, in the past, he had messed up one of my finishes to a match. <laughs> and, of course, like typical me, I had to make comments and act like an asshole. <laughs> and he ended up being, like, the nicest guy in the world. And I felt like an idiot for, like, talking to him like that. So he made me feel like an idiot just by being nice. And I was just like, whoa. And that finish wasn't even bad. He counted to three because the guy didn't kick out. I won, and that was the finish, but he didn't kick out. I got mad because I said that I told you beforehand what the finish was. You didn't listen. He just did his job. That's not the point. Anyway, <laughs> we made a great connection from that, that incident. I felt like an idiot, and I knew I was wrong. Ended up just talking all the time. Make a long story short, I talked to him one day, and I find out through small talk. I give him my idea of what I'm thinking. He says, yeah, well, you know, I'm the, the Raptor guy in Universal, right? Like, you know, that's what I do for a living. And I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's me. I, that's what I do. So that's he's like, let's do it. What date are you going to be here? He set up the day. He set up the time. And he got every single Jurassic Park worker in that park involved. Where I was getting text messages from random people like, I can't wait to see this. This is going to be amazing. And I'm like, who the fuck is texting me? Holy shit. And, I, and then all of a sudden, I literally went in the bathroom and almost had a mental breakdown. And then Dan's texting me going, I don't see you. I know you're in the bathroom. You better come out. I was having a mental breakdown. He's like, he's like, in two seconds, I'm going to come in there. You better come out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then I come out, and he's like, he gave me no time. And it's like, okay, front of the line. Let's go. And I had a whole speech written out of things I wanted to say Aww. and all this stuff. And I went down on one knee and she turned around. And I was just like, ah, ah, He didn't ah, say ah. one word. And I was just like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> I didn't expect what I was about to say expect what I was about to see either what the camera doesn't really show is how many people were looking at that happen behind me I so like, like a crowd and all the workers from Jurassic Park were like clapping and standing there so when I went to one knee which I really couldn't do at the time like my knee was still fucked up like oh, I barely yeah. if you watch the video you see me almost fall <laughs> and um 
everybody starts clapping and I look as I'm doing this and I'm just like, uh, now this comes from a guy who's wrestled in front of people before. And I look over there and I'm just like, what? Whoa, uh, 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 here. <laughs> like, that's, that's really all I can say. And then how many people afterwards, and I didn't know how like, uh, far Dan really went with everything. And so many of them like took care of her. We had pictures taken professionally from the park that we didn't even know about that he had like, uh, What's the right word? Compensated. Yeah. Like, he covered the whole thing. So we got engagement photos all over our house of when I did that just because he was prepared for it and got the photographers in the right place at the right time. Yeah, wow. we had no idea of that. Um, and then, like, on top of that, like, the park gave us a $100 gift card for getting engaged. Yeah, and, two and then pins, they yeah. got, like, these two pins that said, oh, we just got engaged. So, like, we walked around the whole park wearing the pins, and everybody, like, all day was just like, oh my God, congratulations. And, and I was just. Bought a strings. We got drinks fought for us all day and like I don't know it was so cool I, that was like I felt more like a superstar that day than I did yeah it was day. cool it was cool and I'm really really excited like that it all worked out but I couldn't have done it alone so I really really thank those people that were a part of it including Megan's mother who kept it on the down low for a very long who is time I want to say is my best friend and I talk to her at least three, four times a day. So the fact that she kept that from me, like, and wow. You say, you, say, <laughs> you, you say misdirection with the night before arguing. Uh, I don't know. I was going crazy. I was terrified. Nothing was going to go right. Everything's going to go wrong. I'm like calling her mom. I'm like, I can't do it. So it wasn't really a misdirection. It was like a, oh my God, my life. Like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> That's a great yeah, story. At the end of the day, she said it was perfect, so that's all that matters. Yeah, man. It was. Yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed it as a guy, even. Just being like, holy shit, I did that. Oh, like, but whoa. the best part of it all, I mean, aside from the dinosaurs, which was amazing, is he actually, like, listened to me from, like, the beginning of our relationship. Like, it never even came out again. And I was just like, my dad actually sold, like, his Thunderbird to get my mom her engagement ring. And that was, like, Aww. his pride and joy. Like, he kissed it at night before bed this is before i was born and stuff but i hear the stories constantly she like he reminds her and so like this ring means a lot to my dad my mom everybody so i told mike like we weren't even dating yet i was like you know when i get married one day like i want my mom's wedding ring like it means like her engagement ring let me say like it means a lot to my family it means a lot to like me and he like literally talked to my mom got the ring off her finger got it changed wow. exactly how i wanted it so it wasn't exactly the same and that's the ring he used and i wow. like that was a lot too like i was just like holy shit like you you remembered that like oh my god and like even the little things and changes i wanted to it like he remembered and he did and like i just i don't know it was so much emotion for me that day wow. a good guy does he listens yeah, well, I mean, also, too, uh, w one more thing that I, I didn't want to forget about this person, but it was, it was a little different, like, of a situation, but um, Megan had an experience about, or Allie, sorry again, uh, Allie had an experience about six months or seven months prior to that, where um, we all went out to an after party uh, after a show, and uh, I was with a bunch of, like, older uh, wrestling divas from, like, the WWE that were friends of mine, and Allie is, like, you know, like, Ashley Massaro and stuff, and one of Ashley's, uh, one of Ashley's, like, best friends if you will uh was there that night it was this guy named stevie and megan and him hit it off like crazy um they they were the best of friends they, they had so much fun and this dude like i'm crazy but like holy hell like we drank don't get me wrong we were having a good night but like dude i ended up in like a taxi and this guy's like follow that car because like we're going somewhere and i'm thinking to myself like i don't even know this guy where are we going like what's going on like and i'm drunk like i can't, I can't even fight like there's a taxi driving me like we had a crazy night but long story short megan stayed in touch with him 
every day. They talked every day. They only met each other that one time at that point. And uh, it was just like, I knew this was her friend. Somehow, some way, it came. And he was my friend too. He is my friend. He, he's actually going to be in my, my, my wedding party and stuff at the wedding now. And um, we oh, were wow. we uh, we were on Facebook one day, and I noticed that he posted a picture in Florida. And I went. He's from Staten Island. He's from Staten Island. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and we're in Universal. I'm about to do this. And I messaged him, and I was like, "Tell me you're in Florida." So I texted him. He's like, "Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm in Universal. I'm in uh, Disney with my family." For the next couple days. Cool coincidence. Yeah, and like here's the thing, man. Like it was a big thing for me, and like my best friend Phil um, and Brian, all these people, not one person knew what I was doing. And I didn't tell my very best friend of of 20, 24 years now about it. And for a year, when I knew, I never brought it up. And the reason being is, I'm uh, as you can see, see when I'm talking real, I'm out there. I'm crazy, and a lot of times my friends have seen a lot of things from me. <laughs> so if they're like, "Oh, you're getting married," like, you sure this is good? Not because they don't like her, just because they're like, "Okay, it's you." So I didn't want anybody <laughs> to convince me differently about what I was going to do. So like, uh, I, told, I told none of my best friends nothing, and I'm saying to myself, "Do I tell this kid right now?" Like, I didn't tell my best friends. Do I tell him? right now and i knew i had to and i told him i said what i was gonna do when i tell you at the very second when it was happening he ran he wasn't anywhere near he he had to get on the hogwarts train he was like in a different thing he got there right as i proposed he sprinted almost knocked people over and and picked her up and spun her like crazy and she didn't even know he was there And, and he's in that moment wow. with us. And then we had the whole day with him, and just he buying us drinks left and right, buying us uh, Harry Potter, telling everybody we just yelling at Karen for bitching about the line and everything. And she's telling he's telling Karen she needs to chill out and everything. And, but it was uh, that part was awesome too. And I don't think he realized that like kind of made me realize how awesome he was. And that's why like we include him like, in, in uh, the wedding now. Like he's going to be a, a big part of our lives and. Now we've seen him a lot since then. He's I don't think to, he knows that yet, so surprise. No, nah, he knows because I was drunk as hell one night, and I told him we were all drinking. <laughs> and yeah, so I gave that up the bag, and he literally said, "Okay, well, usually because he's funny as hell, he's like, usually they do that creative." So here's my address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well done, sir. Really well done, both you guys. Congratulations. That's that's such a great story. Thank that's a day you guys will never ever forget uh more importantly though we want to hear about the collection how's the toy collection coming how's the funkos coming what do you guys got going on down there my toy collection's coming together great right now i took a a pause on the dinosaurs because i basically have everything in the store already (laughs) (laughs) and everything else that i do want super hard to find but i my scooby-doo collection dude just skyrocketed within the last month they came out with like 50th anniversary scooby-doo toys and now the new movie scoob's coming out so like all those new figures are coming out i got a brand new mystery machine dude my shelf right now let me tell you is sick that's awesome that's really cool and i think the scooby-doo movie's coming uh, straight to video on demand too so there you go since there's no um may 18th May. (laughs) okay week from today that's 18 all right are you sure okay even better 15 there you go well you guys got now back to some real talk here you know we were feeling the love but let's get back to some real talk um so basically you you guys yeah you guys got out of jersey at the right time let me tell you man it's uh you know i'm glad you guys are down in florida i'm glad you guys are safe um i know what the vibe is up here you know we have a lot of indie friends um, you know, we know you guys, it looks like you're doing well in Florida, but what is like the vibe in the indie community right now? Like, 
you guys aren't wrestling, you know, I, I see, uh, I think Kickstart might have an event in June, was that, like, in the Midwest or something like that, like, what's what's the vibe, what's going on? Uh, yeah, we're hopeful, um, I'm confident, I definitely know things are gonna, you know, turn around, uh, most people, the real vibe, honestly, is you're finding out who's really your friend during this and who's not. Because if you yeah. offer something to somebody and they can't get something out of you or something, it's pretty funny during quarantine how I haven't heard from like 50% of yeah. my brothers. Person checks in. You know? But yeah. then you get people you never expected to reach out and ask how you're doing. And shout out to people like Astro Morales, uh, Astro, sure. like, buys people's t-shirts left and right and is helping independent workers uh, you know go um who just reached out the other day uh mike law yep. you know you find out people that, that really make sure you're doing okay like hey i know you're not anywhere near us anymore so i just wanted to check in on you guys and your family and everything um i think everybody's sticking together but if you were fake i think you should you were fake yeah that's a, right, exactly the way to put it yeah, it's, it's crazy right now. Well, how can guys kind of help uh, support you guys? Allie, I know you have the Patreon. Mike, I knew you were making some shirts. Uh, shameless promo here. What do you guys got right now? I got going. I got my Pro Wrestling Tea Store slash Allie Rex online where you can find all my t-shirts. Uh, my Patreon's pretty cool. I have a lot of exclusive back, like behind-the-scene content on there that's not on Instagram or anything else. Um, I have 8x10s available, but that's kind of it as of right now. We're kind of in a slump as well. What about you, Ben? Plug your I, shit. I have my Pro Wrestling site, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees slash Elite Athlete. I have... Uh, 8x10s and all that as well. The shirts are actually, yeah, they're technically made, but they're not going to be produced. Like, I'm not spending $500 for uh, a a box of shirts to be produced by some indie wrestler looking for a couple extra bucks at the time, only to let, like, wrestling fans, when I ask for 20 to try to make my even money, like, because that's what we really need, each shirt to make our money back. Um, They'll be like, oh, I'll give you 10. And you have no money in your pockets. You're like, shit. Uh, Yeah, I'll take 10. Now... Yeah, now I spray paint a T-shirt and I charge you thirty for it, and I'm not going to take another cent less. So I didn't do it. Meg, uh, Allie did all of them with her mother, actually, oh, wow. and I did a great job. So I did that as a point. The point was when I made beautiful shirts designed by people, you wouldn't pay twenty. Okay, no problem. Now that I'm okay in life myself and I work for my money, now you'll pay thirty for a spray painted one if you think I'm good. I think they're pretty damn cool. They, right, are. they are cool, but the point of the matter is I'm not investing in it. So I'm sorry if that just turned people off from buying them, but you're not going to find them anywhere else. There's a reason it's not on pro wrestling TV. And Ali Max makes them. Right. So that's that's a shameless plug for that. And uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't have a Patreon, and it would be the worst thing if I did. So I'm not <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> you appear on mine enough. So, yeah, I don't think people would want to subscribe and pay to hear what I have to really tell them or see. No, man. Well, I'll tell you what. We have our... Uh... We have our face, Mike and Allie, um, 8x10 signed for the BCP, and we appreciate that, guys. Uh, I think we sent for those when you were going through uh, your second. It was so sad, man, because we just had you on the show, and then we were talking about your first injury, and then I felt so bad, your other leg and that whole thing. But, you're uh, so real, man. Yeah, man, you're yeah. real, though, dude. But let me tell you something. As much as that second injury sucks, it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And that sounds so messed up to say out loud. And I probably said that about the first one. But realistically... I had no idea who I was anymore. I was a yes man. I was a corporate guy. I just wanted to get a contract anywhere. It didn't matter where. You told me to cut my hair and I get to TV, boom, cut my hair off. Now I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what what am I doing? And then I go out there with my hair short and I don't feel like myself anymore. 
and I'm not wrestling like myself, and I don't feel like doing the things I did, and I'm starting to get so disconnected from myself, and then nothing to show for it. So it's like, why the hell did I cut my hair off? Like, why did I listen to everybody else except for my gut feeling? So it, now feeling this out when it's time to do everything my way, our way again, like I'll finally be ready to make it work instead of expecting a chance or hoping to God somebody gives me uh, an opportunity and I move ahead. It's just going to be like, I'm going to take it now. I'm going to give you something you can't deny. And, and looking at the grand machine, yeah, we lo- I love it. It's a great idea. But Brian Cage calls himself a machine too. Look at Brian Cage. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying toe to toe that I can't, you know, go with Brian Cage, right? That he's bigger or anything like that. My point is, when I look at someone like him, the name machine makes sense. Okay. Mine made sense because of my entrance and the way I acted. But that's it. Now things make so much more sense. I come out with a cigarette in my hand and people are like, what? He spokes. And I'm like, what? Oh my God, right? We just walk past <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy but uh i didn't lose fans man but back to what you're talking about i uh my fans got older i'm 10 years in now i, I have fans from 10 years ago they all got older it's like the attitude era they don't want to see the shit anymore you know i might have lost newer fans and kids but the kids that grew up and the adults that love it like i didn't lose anybody you know they like this more they like the raw real you because they already most of them do most of them know you watch my instagram story usually after 5 p.m you find out <laughs> it, it's it's crazy man no it, it's, it's it's like i mean i i see it too i'm like because when you guys came to the don't cross the boss show uh, i'm seeing some kind of stuff on social media leading up to that i'm like is he gonna not be green machine like what's going on we you know we were all kind of in shock man but i'm glad you're keeping it real and everyone's responding uh even the kids still or the fans it's really interesting to see um, before we get out of here, guys, and thank you again for, for a few minutes. This has been really great. A lot of real talk here. Yeah, no, this was fun, man. It was good to vent with wrestling people. Good. Anytime, yes, anytime, guys. Always a pleasure. Um, I wanted to say this. Usually we end it on this note, like, you know, two, three months ago, wrestling was hotter than it's ever been. All these new companies, all these opportunities, the indies are booming, all this stuff. Uh, I would ask you, you know, I always like to end the interview, like, you know, what advice would you have? Or, like, what are your goals? Where do you want to end up? And all that stuff. Obviously, things are way different right now. Is there anything you want to say to the fans right now before we get out of here? It could be hopeful. It could be more real talk. Uh, anything you guys have to say? Yeah, fans and uh, fans like wrestlers, like everybody, I'm saying. Like, honestly, the, the, the best thing I could say is everybody is as, as crazy as I sound and as negative as I sound. That's like life experience. That's what I'm going through. That's not what the world is going through. So what everybody needs to do is kind of look out for somebody. Right now, every, nobody expected this. Uh, everybody's got to stick together no matter what it is. You see somebody that needs five bucks. If you have an extra five bucks, give them the five bucks. If you need five bucks, ask somebody for five bucks. Like, everybody just needs to, to accept that there was no preparation for any of this. And yeah, wrestling was booming and things were crazy and everybody was doing great. But guess what? This is what we were always told from when we were kids. That's all oh, this is the real world. Okay, the real world just showed us that we didn't prepare for this and the whole world yeah. is upside down. It's not just you, it's not just me, it's everybody. We're all in this together. So if you're a wrestling fan or not, uh, my best advice would to stop going on social media and ripping apart our president. And I'm not saying I disagree with him or agree with him. I would st- stop spreading the negativity and everybody needs to go home and like if you have people in your house, just be thankful they're still here and they're not sick. And exactly. you know, when I saw bars and it sounds funny, but when I saw bars reopen again out here, I was so happy. Like I was like so happy to be able to go out and socialize again and like do this stuff it's the little things in life and everybody needs to remember good times are coming and, and don't don't let it go now very very well uh, said so well said that is perfectly well said 
Um, Nunez, it's I'm going to things, man. Yeah, it is. Nunez, I'm going to throw it to you because Nunez kind of had a, had a, something, and not to put you on the spot, bro, but can you kind of you, you kind of fired me up with this one. What do you think the indie crowds are going to be like when when he come come back and like that first ball game and all that stuff? You want you want to take it away here, bro? Yeah, uh, I was going to say like. Yeah. We- we, we were just talking about like uh, whatever you know like uh, the the first NFL game starts or like you know the, the the first wrestling event that we go to like the crowd is just gonna be so insane so we're we're, we're just saying we were just thinking like how 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 much forward are you guys looking forward to all that happening that's exactly how I feel I just think everybody's gonna be super appreciative of wrestling again cause like it was always such a difference wrestling in Florida and New York and Minnesota like the New York fans and like New Jersey fans the whole tri-state area is relentless like they will call you out on whatever you mess up on and then you come down to Florida and you go to Minnesota and they just appreciate every kind of wrestling you give them any type of wrestling so I just think it's gonna go back to where everybody's just going to appreciate the sport of wrestling again and they're going to be like excited for it again everybody's going to be riled up i think it's going to be insane and that's what i'm excited for. i do think it's going to be insane as well but i uh i just want to remind everybody i mean i went to school for psychology so i'm always going to be that person that kind of thinks of things and like i think that's great yeah i mean that's that's my background i did it for wrestling honestly you know psychology so um i uh I, th- I think to like everybody needs to understand that when everything goes back to normal, whatever the new normal is, and people do exactly. show up, whatever the new normal is. yeah, right. Um, people need to realize like it's going to be a boom and it's going to be amazing, but do not get yeah. complacent. Do not think this is the new normal. You're going to have people at every one of your shows now. No, it's going to be life, and, and everybody's going to get excited at first, and everybody's going to go to everything they possibly can. And guess what's going to happen in two months? They're going to go back to exactly where we were. Back to a slot. Okay, you're going to have 50 people at a show and things like that. That's not the negativity. That's the positivity. So don't let yourself get up and see all this thing and think, oh, my God, this saved indie wrestling. I and mean, everybody goes online thinking the saved indie wrestling and everything. Sure, for the time being. But don't. Don't just sit there and be like, oh, I sell merch like crazy. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to quit my job. No. Be a realist and realize right now we're in a boom. And, well, when that happens, we'll be in a boom. And just understand that, like, this too, will you have the ability to make this whatever it's going to be. You know, don't always expect WrestleMania. Everything's going to be WrestleMania for two months. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, lots of real talk, guys. Before we get out of here, a little shameless promo. Give us some of those social media. You guys are great social media follows, by the way. Where can we follow you on social media? Thank you. All of mine, I try to keep the same because, you know, I don't remember anything myself. So Instagram, (laughs) Twitter. Oh, yeah, I'm bad. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's all slash Allie Rex. Patreon's going to be the Allie Rex because for some reason somebody wanted to be Allie Rex on Patreon. So the (laughs) Allie Rex. You're the better Allie Rex, though. We'll just say that right here. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, Ali Rex on absolutely everything. Yeah, Bibbs, because you're a mess. I am a mess. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a good technological person. Megan, uh, Ali, sorry, here we go. Does most of my stuff. Um, I am at the Big Orlando on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash elite Orlando. elite Orlando yes I used to be the elite athlete before better people called the elite took that too um, <laughs> so that's what caused the green machine so yeah elite Orlando and um, yeah I think that's that's about it uh, wrestlingtees.com slash elite athlete um, and if you guys message me anybody this isn't just you but <laughs> anybody um, I suck 
at answering things. You need to message uh, Allie. Yeah, message Allie if you want to talk to me, or just message me like annoyingly a couple times, and I'm scared to say that because some of the fans are going to do that like crazy. <laughs> but realistically, honestly, guys, like I do want to talk to people. I do want to reach out and answer questions and stuff, but, but I hate the telephone, I leave it like, you heard I just called it the telephone. Okay, I'm done. The conversation's <laughs> over. All right, I leave it All right. Dad. Oh, man. Almost 30 years old, man. <laughs> well, remember, he's not your brother, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, thanks again for a few stay minutes. Uh, stay safe, stay positive, thanks and so we look forward to seeing you guys back in Jersey soon. Amen, man. Thank, thank you, you so guys so much. Guys. Yeah, for real. This was great.